From time to time, I think we need to see each other a little better. Are the lights fully on back there? Ah, I guess so. Ooh, there we go. Now, who's sitting nearest to you? Take a look at that person. Who's sitting nearest to you? Is this person a friend? An acquaintance? Or is this person a stranger? Is this person a relative? All different degrees of how well we might know somebody. Now, let's try this. Raise your hand if you are sitting nearest to your significant other. Very good. Now, keep your hand raised. And keep your hand raised if you know everything about what he or she is capable of. Okay. So we're admitting, for the most part, that even in the most intimate of relationships, we don't fully know what each other is capable of. We really have to see it, right? Yet God is very capable of that. He sees all that we are capable of. God sees us. He sees all of us. God understands our every deed. Deeds, my brothers and sisters, come from the heart. Think of the human heart. Whenever we see a human heart in an ad, on the wall, or in a card, and there's a lot of those these times a year, this time a year, love is shown to be the heart's greatest capability. Yet Jesus in the gospel gives many examples of what the human heart is capable of. And as we know from looking at the news, looking at our own family, or looking at our own hearts, it's not all good. Anger, lust, greed, pride, division, infidelity. It's not all love. Now, let's say you do know a lot about the good someone is capable of. Are you able to bring that out in him or her? Probably sometimes yes, probably sometimes no. Not sure about you, but so often there's this disconnect in my life between what I know God sees in me, what God sees I'm capable of, and what I allow to be brought out into the world. There's often this difference between how God made my heart to love and how I actually live outside of these church walls. Maybe that's because I'm afraid of what people will think if I live my faith fully, this faith I practice here at Mass. Maybe that's because I know God sees some dark part of my heart, so how could I share it? Or maybe it's because we are concerned about being seen as foolish, right? as fools for Christ. 
But why are we so afraid? Why do we feel so unworthy, so foolish, holding back when God of the universe each and every Sunday is giving all of himself, holding nothing back to us in the Eucharist? Let's take a step back in time for a moment. Back in the second century, there was this follower of Jesus named Tertullian. And Tertullian wrote about how things were going in the ancient world, especially in regard to this new community of believers of Christ. He was writing about how they would gather on the Lord's Day, Sunday, and they would worship together. They would partake in the Holy Eucharist. And that all had a very profound effect on how they lived in the world. As an effect of their worship, they were going out and doing things no one else was doing. They were caring for babies who had been left to die. They were picking up the sick from the streets, taking in the elderly who were forgotten, feeding the hungry, helping, he talks about helping the shipwrecked, visiting the imprisoned. Tertullian wrote, It is mainly the deeds of a love so noble that lead many to put a brand upon us. Meaning, love set them apart in such a way that they needed a name. And people began to call them Christians. See, they would say, how they love one another. It was the love they found in the Eucharist that brought out the love that they were very capable of, which converted the Western world. This brings us to the last theme of the Mass and Bishop's pastoral letter on encountering Jesus in the Eucharist. Namely, the Mass is the sacrament of communion and charity. Really, we've looked at all these themes and now we've gotten to the question, well, so what? How does the Mass change me? The answer is this. The Eucharist bridges the gap between what God sees in my heart and what the world sees from my heart. The Eucharist bridges the gap between what God sees in our hearts and what the world sees from our hearts. In the Eucharist, Jesus gives everything he has. He holds nothing back. And we too, drawn into communion with him, have this God-given desire to give of ourselves. Bishop Ricken writes, The Eucharist is the model and measure of our own self-giving. We are accountable to what we receive in the Eucharist. Love received in the Mass must overflow into the world. Everyone must find a way. Another way of saying this is that after an encounter with Jesus in the Eucharist, Mass doesn't end, but must be lived. Mass doesn't end, but must be lived. So what happens afterwards? It's not just that I go out and 
show people the good and hide the bad, like we might tend to do on social media, but rather it's God seeks to transform my heart by the radical love with which he gives himself to me and then strengthens that real capability I have of truly loving my neighbor. Life after Mass is transformed by life during the Mass. Not just my external actions, but my very heart from which my deeds come. So imagine, how does God envision my heart to be when I'm eating dinner and there's not enough salt? How does God imagine, envision my heart to be when I'm going through the roundabouts and someone cuts me off? When I'm at home or at work and someone asks for help, how does God envision my heart to be? When I'm staring down a large hole in the ice for hours and never see a fish pass by, but all the shacks around me haul in several fish. How does God envision my heart to be? When there's a pile of dishes by the sink after the Super Bowl tonight, how does God envision my heart to be? In all these scenarios, can my option be to love? With the Eucharist, it can be. Okay, so now take one more look at the person sitting nearest to you. Who do you see now? This is a brother or sister in Christ. The one reality which brings us all together today is the Eucharist. And through the Eucharist, can you come to see this person in a deeper way? Even more, as we go forth today, having received the Lord of glory in the Eucharist, can we take another look at how we see the world around us? And through that deepened love for others, hopefully Ashgash will say about the people of St. Raphael Parish, see how they love one another. <laughs>